Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 86. It is Friday, March 20th, 2020. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and it's Flashback Friday. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. All right, welcome to Friday. Another exciting Friday under quarantine, sort of, I guess. We're not really in Connecticut yet, but we're, I think we're getting closer. Wherever you're listening to this, if you could like, share, review, comment, uh, I don't know, share in social media, whatever it is that you would do with your podcast platform, we would greatly appreciate it because it helps us spread the word, it helps us educate people, and it helps us better prepare people in their businesses. Also, if you could, if you are in a HIPAA compliant business, whether it's a business entity, a business associate or a covered entity, I just combined the two, go over to Facebook in the search type in Get HIPAA Compliance and join that group. It's called Get HIPAA Compliance. Shocking. Um, we have some news today. Of course, no HIPAA breaches to notify you of again, but we do have some healthcare news. Um, and that's first up on techrepublic.com. This was reported uh Yesterday, actually, much of the U.S. healthcare system is running on outdated software and unsupported operating systems, such as Windows 7, leaving devices vulnerable to hackers actively exploiting the coronavirus. Even as the coronavirus continues its unrelenting spread across the country and hospitals are gearing up for what is expected to be a massive influx of sick, pa- sick patients, there are, they are on their back foot when it comes to cybersecurity. According to research from Atlas VPN, 83% of healthcare systems are running on outdated software. Atlas based part of its findings on Palo Alto Network's survey of 1.2 million Internet of Things devices used in thousands of healthcare organizations across the U.S. Palo's survey found that 56% of devices were still running on Windows 7 operating system, which Microsoft stopped supporting in January. They did release a micro update. I think that's part of my updates today. Due to the COVID-19 outbreak, hospitals are using patient monitoring devices more than ever, said Rachel Welch, Atlas VPN COO. Research shows that one in four such devices have security issues. Based on these numbers, Atlas VPN estimates that cyber criminals will be focusing on the healthcare sector in 2020, Um, except for those running Maze and uh, I don't remember who the other one was, but they said they wouldn't. Today, 16% of imaging machines Systems are at 51% risk of getting hacked. There is a 26% chance that 14% of patient monitoring tools will get hacked. The research also found that 27% of medical devices are still running Windows XP, wow, or decommissioned versions of Linux OS. Atlas also reports that in 2019, the number of stolen medical records increased by 65%, impacting 40 million Americans, so more than 10% of the population. Even if you do not upgrade to Windows 10, your device will continue operating normally, said Atlas, but you will no longer receive essential security updates or bug fixes, meaning your device becomes vulnerable to various security threats. Given the severity of the coronavirus threat and the active targeting of healthcare organizations by hackers looking to cash in using ransomware, more than 40% of healthcare executives were planning to improve their cybersecurity measures in 2020. But still, this leaves many digital Medical devices vulnerable today as engineers responsible for maintaining these devices often do not receive proper training or resources to ensure best safety practices are being followed. Cyber criminals have used the situation to their advantage since the beginning of the coronavirus spread. So everybody else's mind is elsewhere right now. We're not focused on cybersecurity. 
as a, as a nation, <clears throat> we should be because this is when they're going to attack. So that's really what that, you know, that combined with outdated operating systems, and in some cases Windows XP, which is just crazy, uh, leaves, leaves hospitals vulnerable. Um, critical remote code execution bug in Windows 7 and Server 2008 gets micropatched. So there we go, next article. Bleeping Computer reports this. <clears throat> a micropatch fixing remote code execution vulnerability in Windows graphic device interface GDI Plus is now available through the zero patch platform for Windows 7 and Server 2008 R2 users. The patch is available for zero patch users with pro accounts with fully updated Windows 7 or Server 2008 R2 devices who haven't yet enrolled in Microsoft's extended security updates. At, at the moment, only organizations with volume license agreements as small and mid-sized businesses can get an ESU license until January of 2023. All others have an official update available from Microsoft as Zero Patch co-founder Mitja Kolsek told Bleeping Computer, if it turns out that many users on supported versions can't apply the official March update, we'll port it for them. Um, so... This is CVE 2020-0881, and it's to patch GDI Plus in Windows 7 and Server 2008 R2, so a micro patch available for those of you still using that operating system or those operating systems. Who chief impersonated in phishing to deliver Hawkeye malware? An ongoing phishing campaign delivering emails posing as official messages from the Director General of the World Health Organization is actively spreading Hawkeye malware payloads onto the devices of unsuspecting victims. And this is what I've been talking about for the last few weeks now. If you get something purporting to be from WHO, the World Health Organization, and you're not signed up for their mail emailings, then you need to just delete it. Spam campaign started today, according to researchers, IBM X-Force Threat Intelligence, who spotted it, and it has already delivered several waves of spam emails Attempting to pass is delivered by who? Hawkeye is designed to steal information from infected devices, but it can also be used as a loader, leveraging its botnets to fetch other malware into the device as a service for third-party cybercrime actors, IBM X-Force's research team previously said. <clears throat> so be on the lookout for that. If you get emails, unsolicited emails from any source, but right now especially from who, CDC, um, HHS, anything, any government agency, and you're not expecting it, and you didn't sign up for their email list, you need to just delete it. Do not click on anything. Do not download anything. Uh, that was Bleeping Computer. This is also Bleeping Computer. Soda no Kibi ransomware data leaks now sold on hacker forums. So ransomware victims who do not pay a ransom and have their stolen files leaked are now facing a bigger nightmare as other hackers and criminals sell and distribute the release files on hacker forums. In 2019, the maze ransomware operators began stealing data from victims before encrypting devices and using the stolen files as leverage to get the victims to pay. If the victim decided not to pay, the maze operators would then publish the files. Since then, other ransomware operators such as Sono Nokimi, Doppelpamer, and Nemti have begun the same practice of using stolen files as leverage. Recently, the Sono Nokimi ransomware operators published over 12 gigs of stolen data allegedly belonging to a company named Brooks International for not paying the ransom. While making the data publicly accessible is bad enough, Bleeping Computer has been told by cyber intelligence firm Cybel that other hackers and criminals have started to distribute and sell this data on hacker forums. For example, the following image is a hacker forum post where 
a, num a member is selling a link to the stolen data of cre eight credits. I think they, oh, which is worth approximately two euros. And then there's an image here for a website, brooksint.com, in the website description, and then it tells you what's for sale. <coughs> From screenshots of the files shared with Bleepy Computer, the stolen data is very valuable to hackers as it contains usernames and passwords, credit card statements, alleged tax information, and much more. Based on the comments from hackers who purchased a link, link on this data, they are finding the data valuable. It even has credit card numbers and a password, LOL. Too bad these W-2 forms weren't Donald Trump's taxes, LOL. Thank you for being my hero. We may not deserve, but need. Those are comments on the hacker form. Bleepy Computer reached out to Brooks International by phone to warn them about the distribution of their data and ask related questions, but after speaking to someone, never received a phone call back. So, um, you know, that's, and that's another side of this whole thing is when the companies don't address the issue, it just makes you look even worse. Bleepy Computer Netflix reduces video quality in Europe by 25% to lower the load. Obviously, everybody is sheltered in place in multiple countries now. Um, I, I know Italy, I believe Spain, France, and UK are also sheltered in place, pretty much on lockdown. So they, a lot of people are watching Netflix. So they, they lowered the quality to kind of offset that a little bit. Um, and then Netflix also added, and I don't know, yes, I did. Netflix adds, Netflix party lets you watch shows with friends to fight isolation. So they added this feature where you can watch with friends. Feeling lonely during the period of social isolation or self-quarantine, a Chrome browser extension lets you binge watch your favorite Netflix shows with friends and family while text chatting with them. The social interaction at a minimum during the COVID-19 outbreak, people rightfully feel cooped up and lonely due to not being able to do anything with their friends. If you, a free Chrome browser extension called Netflix Party may help bring a little social interaction back into your life. Um, Netflix Party allows friends and family to watch the same show together while providing a text chat room experience. To use this browser extension, each user must be logged into Netflix and have the Netflix Party extension installed. A user can then start a Netflix video, pause it, and click on an NP button in the Chrome Omnibar to create a group link that they can be shared with others. When creating the group, I suggest you make it so only the group creator can control the video playback so that other people do not pause the video whenever they want. So, kind of nifty feature, I guess. Um, kind of trying to deal with the isolation that some people might be feeling right now. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of tricks, and maybe I'll just dedicate an episode to that. There's a lot of things you could be doing during this time if you are quarantined, isolated, whatever you want to call it, lockdown. And then our last bit of news on Bleepy Computer, Microsoft delays Windows 10, 1709, end of service due to pandemic. Microsoft is pushing back the scheduled end of service date of Windows 10 version 1709 to October 13, 2020 for enterprise education and IoT enterprise editions. Windows 10 version 1709, also known as the fall creators update, should have reached end of service on April 14th, according to Windows Lifecycle fact sheet. This means devices will receive monthly security updates only from May to October. Microsoft says the final security update for these editions of Windows 10 version 1709 will be released on October 13, 2020 instead of April 14, 2020. And that is due to the coronavirus pandemic. That is going to do it for the Friday edition of the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily. So until Monday, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay secure.